listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about the pressing and the tension before breakthrough. See, I have been feeling in my spirit, experiencing some myself and seeing friends go through this as well, where there has been a lot of extra, just increased warfare recently. There has been a lot of tension in their lives. They have been feeling pressed on all sides. And this is really just an encouragement today that when we hit the time of pressing, it often means that the breakthrough is right there. Now we see some examples of this in the Bible. We see the Israelites at the Red Sea. Now there had been a whole process to get them to the Red Sea. God had been faithful to bring plagues upon Egypt and do all of these things to set his people free. And God did make Pharaoh let his people go, but they get all the way to the Red Sea. They're feeling pretty good. It seems like they're on their way to the promised land. And lo and behold, there is Pharaoh and his army closing in on them because they changed their minds. And the Israelites thought surely they were going to die. They even said to Moses that at least before they were slaves, but they were fed, they were alive, and now they're afraid that they're going to be killed by the Egyptians for listening to God. They listened to God. They believed what God said. They went on this trek towards their promised land, and here they are, backed up against a sea with nowhere to go, and their enemy is closing in on them. You could say they felt pressed on all sides. But right in that moment was their moment of total breakthrough. Because as that pressing was happening, as the Egyptians were closing in on them, God already had a plan to secure their freedom in its entirety. You see, God had made the Egyptians let his people go. And they did. They did initially. But then they realized they didn't want to lose control over the Israelites. They changed their minds and they pursued. Well, God knew. God knew that if he did not deal with this enemy in this way, that they would continue to be a problem for his people. And God promised his people freedom. And God promised his people that they would go into their promised land. So in that moment, God destroyed the enemy. God made a plan to destroy the enemy completely so that his people would never have to see that enemy again. But the Israelites at the Red Sea didn't know that. They knew what God had promised them. But in that moment, they were tempted. They were tempted to think that they had done the wrong thing. They were tempted into doubt. They were tempted into fear because in that moment they were being pressed on all sides. But God said, don't be afraid. Just remain calm and see the salvation of the Lord today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again. And God did an act that only God could do. 
that only he could get the glory for. And he parted an entire sea and walked his people through it. And he closed the sea in on the Egyptians so that they would never be seen again. See, God knew that he had to get his people to that place of backed against a sea with nowhere else to go, not just for his glory, but also so that he could destroy their enemy once and for all. But they felt pressed on all sides in that moment. It felt like it was over. It felt like they were going to die, but they didn't die. God fulfilled his promise to them. We also see in the book of Samuel, Hannah pleading before God, on her knees at the altar, crying so hard that the priest actually thinks that she is drunk. But all she's doing is crying out to God with everything that she has left because she is so brokenhearted and so hurt that she has not yet been able to have a child. Even her husband who loved her gave up waiting with her and, and let another woman into the marriage so that he could have children. And she's brokenhearted and she's crying out to God for her child to the point that she is willing to give that child back to God if he will just answer her prayer. But that moment of pressing is exactly what God needed her to be at for that breakthrough to come. And once the priest found out that she wasn't drunk and that she had been praying, he said, your request has been granted. And she went home. And God remembered her and she conceived a child. But why did she have to get to that place of total and utter desperation where everything felt hopeless and she felt pressed on all sides? Because God needed her to be at a place of desperation where she would completely give her son back to God because he was a prophet to the Lord, an important prophet of God. And then God blessed her and multiplied her children beyond that, so that those who looked on her with disdain and haughty eyes and poked at her before would have to see her blessed in front of them. God had to get her to that place of pressing. We see in Joseph's life, now Joseph's life's a little different because God gave him a promise, and right after he gave him the promise, it looked the opposite. But God was going through a process with Joseph, and Joseph went through the process with God, leaning on God and trusting God completely. Well, his brothers threw him in the pit, well, he was sold into slavery, well, he was kicked out of his master's house and thrown in jail. Even there, he trusted God, but he had been in prison. That's one way to be pressed on all sides. He thought that his hope had come. His hope of having his promise fulfilled and his freedom when two men from Pharaoh's court ended up in prison with him and he knew that one would be freed and he told him to tell Pharaoh about him and about the dream interpretation that he'd given him. But guess what? The man forgot about him. Once he was back in Pharaoh's court, he forgot about Joseph. Can you imagine what Joseph must have felt like in that moment? He had walked through so many years of hardship, but he had believed and he had believed and he was in this prison and he had believed and this hope came and then they forgot about him and he still had to wait. But in that pressing, in that time, Pharaoh had a dream 
And that's when the breakthrough came. There are so many instances in the Bible, so many, where his, God's people are pressed on all sides, but God still comes through. In fact, in that moment is a greater breakthrough than what they have experienced before. We see in Judges where God told Deborah that it was time for their enemy to be taken down. You see, their people had been oppressed for so long that they had gotten used to the oppression. The men, the warriors, had given up even trying to fight him. And it took God raising Deborah up to stand against the enemy and tell them that they had to move forward. And the enemy was defeated by God's power, not their own. There are even instances in the Bible where God's people were so desperate for God's help because they did not have the strength in themselves to fight the battle. They didn't have the manpower to fight the battle. And God fought the battle for them. We see this with Gideon's army. God wheedled his army down to almost nothing, and by a prophetic act spoken to him from the Lord, the enemy defeated themselves. God rises up and fights for his people. So when you feel pressed on all sides, when it feels like there's no way out, God can and will step in and fight for us. And often those moments of total desperation are the moments right before the victory. The moments right before God takes out the enemy in its entirety. The moments right before God turns the enemy on itself. The moment right before the Red Sea parts. But that's where the breakthrough takes place. So if you are pressing and you are pushing and you feel pressed on all sides, waiting on a promise from God that seems farther away than it has ever been, or that seems maybe closer, but you don't see it coming. It was supposed to be here, you thought, and you just feel pressed, and you don't understand what's happening. Look to God and hold on to the Lord. Hold on to the Lord. Grab a hold of the hem of his robe and hold on to the Lord. It is not in our power. It is not in our might. It is not by our strength. It is not by our power. It is not by our might. It is by the Spirit of God. That is how it is fulfilled. That is how it is done. Keep standing. Keep pressing. Keep pushing, but not in your power or might. Lean into God. He is the one that fights this battle. Believe him. Stand on his promise. Even when doubt is trying to scream at you, rebuke the doubt and grab hold of the truth and hang on to God. Because often that moment of the pressing is the moment right before the biggest breakthrough of your life. So I hope that encourages you today. I just want to bless you with that and also let you know that even if this has been a long process, and even if you are still in process, God's still faithful. Joseph was in process for a long time, but God fulfilled his promise to Joseph. Even when we are not faithful, God is faithful. God is faithful. Lean into God. 
trust God above all else, hang on to the hem of his robe if that's the only thing that you can grab hold of because you're flat on your face on the floor, but hold on to God and watch him break through for you. I love you all. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Where do you begin?